Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Context it is here to discuss insightful views on a routine bi-weekly basis over the incredibly nerdy things we can't stop talking about to take you on this dorky ride are your hosts Josh. Hola mi amigos. And myself Chase. So why don't you take a seat, sit back, relax. We're here to do all the heavy lifting. It is about to get nerdy. This is episode 78. Jeez, we're old. We are three years old. But episode 78 though. It just means that there's a lot of nerdy things we can't stop talking about. Hey, it's our thing that we do when we say our intro. Right. So, what have you been up to in the time that we had off? <laughs> right? Because September was a busy month. We had an episode, like, each week. Bi-weekly is good for now. So, I just finished watching a three-hour video on YouTube from Disney. Was it Endgame? No. It's a preview of all the disney plus content oh yeah that yeah that was insane actually yeah so twitter last week posted two gigantic threads posting all of their official launch content and i'm impressed yeah we'll post the uh, movie size preview trailer on a website and show notes and oh my gosh what 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 what's happening i just realized something yes disney is actually the first to create a three-hour video strictly composed of just trailers. And I still watched it willingly. Yeah, do you ever notice, like, some people on YouTube just, like, create, like, a whole, like, video just full of trailers? Yep. Yeah. I've totally watched all those. This is, this is an official first entry of just previews. Three hours long. Three hours long. And I sat through a majority of it. I didn't watch the entire thing. Uh, probably halfway through, I started kind of skipping. Uh, but Wait, did you start was... from the 40s and move on? No, I started from the beginning. And then once I got like midway through, I was like, all right, this is a little long. So I just started skipping. So you started from the movie from the 40s and moved on is what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, uh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for anyone that doesn't know who, who chooses not to watch the video, the the preview of all the content that Disney Plus will have on launch goes in chronological order. So it literally it's, starts with the first animated movie, Snow White and the Seven Doors, and they show, what, 30 seconds or 15 yeah, seconds? Yeah, roughly. Roughly 30, 15 to 30, depending on what uh, what they have up there. I'm pretty sure, well, that's consistent all the way around. Yeah. Because when I skipped it, I noticed I had to skip it twice. So I'm pretty sure it's 30 seconds for each. Yeah, because when you hit the... The uh, arrow button on YouTube, it goes every, what, every 10 seconds? Mm-hmm. Or, and if you're on your phone, then it's like 10 seconds. But in any yeah, case, exactly. it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. And also, uh, we are learning, or at least I'm learning, based on our episode that we recorded last time about the content that we were talking about. Some things are in there that we were concerned about. Uh, you had talked about that darn cat. Uh, the nine, the Christina Ricci version not being in the Netherlands one, it's in the U.S. one. Yep, based on this trailer. Yep. Uh, also, uh, didn't realize that Kazam is a Disney movie. It's a isn't it a Fox movie? I guess it was. <laughs> Can we find this out right now while we're recording? 
because I was skipping through and I'm like, wait a second, was that sh- was that Kazam? Oh yes, it was uh, Kazam. <laughs> uh, there was fine. a few others in there too that I was just like, this is here. I, I didn't realize Sandlot, but again, Sandlot was Fox, so that makes sense. Oh my goodness, it is distributed by Buena Vista Pictures. Kazam? Yes. So it was always a Disney movie. It's Touchstone Pictures. Interesting. Did not know that. I did not know that. Wow. Okay, sure, I guess, right? I Let's just put it all on there. Learn something new every day. So, um, guess what, guys? We're going to be watching Kazam. <laughs> I mean, I was planning on watching it anyway. Uh, it's uh, a bad movie. It's a I mean, it's, mm, listen, Shaquille O'Neal, put steel on here while you're at it. Yeah, that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. Um, however, going through here... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, however, you could do that Warner Brothers thing with the oh, yeah, DC you could content. Do that. Yeah, exactly. You could do that. You're absolutely correct. Have all the DC stuff on there and then have... Uh, Including Steel. <laughs> uh, because, you know, we're all dying to watch that movie right after Justice League. John Henry is a great character. It's Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, he is... John Henry is a great character. You're absolutely correct. Shaquille O'Neal's version, I'm debatable. I like Shaquille O'Neal. I like him. I mean, he does he does what he can, right? You know. Listen, I think he's hilarious, and I think everyone gives these movies a lot of crap. We work with what we got. Remember that part of the movie where he said he couldn't throw three free throws because he can't do it in real life? Wow. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing that happened. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like just scrolling through while we're talking and just looking at everything. Oh God, Brother Bear Two, really? That's the thing. Listen, the sequels were the the old phase of what they're doing now with all of the remakes. So they made sequels for everything that didn't need sequels, and now they're just remaking everything that didn't need remakes. Yeah, and we're gonna laugh uh, about this twenty years from now. Probably. What's interesting too is they have series. Um, you know, they have like the '90s series of X Men, of Spider Man. We I saw all those, mm-hmm. and then they have this uh, Fantastic Four show from 2006, which I don't even remember. I don't remember that either. But I am looking forward to but, watching uh, it. It looks cool. I like the animation on it. Yeah, but I do like that. There's a lot of like a lot of variety. Flicka, uh, you know. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that one. But is the Secretariat on there? I don't know. I'm literally With Viggo just, Mortensen? Maybe. I'm pretty sure that was a Disney movie. Probably. Well, there's a, cool well remember, there's going to be Disney movies as well as some Fox movies, so we don't even know. Yeah, I'm not seeing a lot of Fox movies on there, but strangely enough, I also thought this was strange, and I had to go to Twitter in order for me to find out. Yeah. Miracle on 34th Street, definitely not a Disney movie, has now been rebranded as a Disney movie. Interesting. So they put the uh, Disney logo on there now? Yes, they did. Perfect. Oh, uh, this is... uh, Was this a Disney movie? I'm assuming this was a Fox movie. Dan in Real Life with Steve Carell? Yes, that was absolutely... has to be a Fox movie. If that is uh, a Disney movie, I'd be shocked. But you know what? We're going to find out right now. We're about to find out. Oh, they have both National Treasures. Let's Uh, go. Let's watch it. Yes, the Secretariat is a Disney oh, film. Oh, oh, they definitely, uh, they definitely have uh, some Fox stuff because I doubt College Road Trip was a Disney movie. College Road Trip was absolutely a Disney movie. Was I it? Promise. Yes, I, I promise don't you. remember that being a Disney movie. Uh, I don't even know was, what. And it was, was in, a Disney movie these days. And it's 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 a theater movie too, believe it or not. Interesting. Oh God, Camp Rock. Dan in real life was distributed by. I was wrong. It's also a Walt Disney Studios motion pictures film. There's so many movies that I didn't realize that were Disney. Neither did I. We're learning so much here. So much right now. So how so many much. Fox films are we actually getting is the question. Sound of Music. Uh, Sound of Music, Sandlot. That's also correct. We did not get Home Alone. Oh, no. Home Alone wasn't there? No, was not. You would think. That's, you would uh, think. Maybe tied up in like streaming rights and stuff like that. Possibly. It's we have to figure out what we're actually going to do when, like, November 12th actually comes around. Like, are we taking a break or are we going to just, like, binge watch as much as we possibly can with the waking hours that we have? Like, how irresponsible are we going to be with this? I mean, I'm pretty irresponsible now, so probably even more so once <laughs> November 12th comes through. Oh, man. Um, 
so I go always go on what's on DisneyPlus.com. This is pretty much my staple. Until it actually comes out, then I'm pretty sure it's gonna drop off tremendously. Yeah. Um, what launch titles officially announced? There's a lot of stuff, guys. I'm like going through this trailer right now. I'm like a three quarters of the way through. There's so many things. Yeah, yeah. But the good news also is that they added a bunch of uh, content for Marvel Tron. Cinematic Universe. Oh, well, we knew that. Yeah, knew I know. That. I'm just calling things out as I scan. You just like to yell really loud inside my earlobes. I do. Lemonade Mouth. Never watched it. I just like yelling it. That's so strange. You know, I, that's the title. I I know. Title. So kicking I, it. So cool. do do we know what actually is going to be like a Fox movie? Oh, Garfield. Garfield, The Tale of Two Kitties is definitely not Disney. I know that. Did see Garfield. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Let's see. Let's look this up. Tale of Two Cities. Garfield. Not the book. Good luck, Charlie. It's Christmas. That's a Disney. Really? Oh, my God. Good luck, Charlie. It's a Disney show. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Good luck, Charlie. Yeah. Yep. I forgot about that first part. So Garfield is a 20th Century Fox film. It looks like the 20th Century Fox films are sparse. Yeah, they're probably not going to do the whole catalog, like a bunch of things. They'll probably do like the big ones because uh, Rookie Rookie of the Year, was that Disney or no? I'm pretty sure Rookie of the Year was also Disney. It feels like it's Disney. What do you want to bet? Uh, I feel like it was Fox as well, but it could be wrong. Rookie of the Year film, 1993, distributed yeah. by 20th Century Fox. You are correct. There you, go. you are oh, so correct. Both baseball movies are 20th Century Fox. <laughs> that's funny. Except for the Christopher Lloyd movie, Angels in the Outfield. I'm pretty sure that is Disney. That might have been Disney, yeah. Angels in the Yellowfield. Just so Gordon Lovett. Disney's, yep, I was right. Yeah. 1994, starring Donald Glover. Oh, there's a documentary, Marvel Studios Assembling a Universe. That's I can't wait for that. So, uh, as much as this there's is... There's a lot of cool stuff here. There's a lot of great stuff. Uh, they also added, like I said, some Marvel Cinematic Universe because before they only had two original movies, which was Iron Man and Thor, but they added some new things now. They got... I just passed Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron. They also have Ant-Man, and I think that's it. Eh, we'll get more eventually. Yeah, there's Age of Ultron I just passed by right now. There you go. You're really committing. You're going through that entire list, aren't you? I'm hitting this button like crazy. It's probably coming through in the recording, and I kind of don't care. <laughs> wow, you're so considerate. While you're scrolling needlessly and ignoring the people who are listening to us, I'm going to go on to the next topic, which, which is, is Kevin Feige got promoted. He did. He did get promoted. He got promoted. He has a new Marvel role. And is the chief creative officer, not just of Marvel Studios and the movies. It is but now Marvel. No, 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 no. Let's not get carried away. But I'm pretty sure if we keep going, he just might. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so he's a this uh, Kevin Feige is a busy man. He's, he's going to be. Man. He's he's doing. Um, he's too busy for Spider Man though. No. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> savage oh my gosh wow somebody's a little salty about that listen I'm glad we have him back but that was the, one of the worst excuses of all time to use listen I don't disagree with you but I'm just you know <laughs> you gotta realize who we're dealing with here um, so uh, Kevin Feige has you know obviously graduated from you know executive producer extraordinaire to now Disney plus producer of several TV shows that are going to be coming over the next several years. Okay. Sure. For the foreseeable right. future. He is also going to be producing a new star Wars film. I don't right. even know what that's good. I mean, is that going to be, I don't, do we know anything more about the fact that Kevin Feige is doing a star Wars film? We know nothing. We know we just know point. that he's in it, and we know a lot of Marvel stars are very interested <laughs> in throwing yeah. the hat in the ring. So 
I would love to see how that actually turns out. Uh, one of those people uh, who, who continuously puts their name in the hat, Brie Larson, Chris Hemsworth would love to do it. Chris Evans has also expressed interest. I think even Robert Downey Jr. has also expressed interest. That'd be cool. I think we should just have all of the Marvel all into Disney. <laughs> just if you've appeared in uh, the past twenty three Marvel movies, we also want you to appear. We in just consider Star Wars. you. We just <laughs> consider you. We we don't we don't even have to you know uh, do casting call. Just show up. Just show up. Uh, you've already proven your worth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just want to have don't Nebula walk into the scene just as Nebula. Oh my god, that would be incredible. Just like, what are you doing here? You do not like, ask oh, questions. Don't ask questions. This was a galaxy far, far away. I needed to check it out. Yeah, but you, sound, there, you make her sound there were way, around. Yeah, but you make her sound way more jovial. She just has to be ruthless and cold and sharp. But it's Nebula. I know. Exactly what I'm trying to tell you is that she has to be cold and calculating. No, and moody. I, I, want, I want it to be Nebula pre- Thanos death nebula, not nebula we have now. We've never seen that. What do you mean? Pre In Guardians of the Galaxy 2, she was fun loving. No, she was not. She said hi to Groot when he was a baby. Moving right along. Kevin Feige's <laughs> new role is now also going to include animated movies, uh TV shows, which is fantastic. Because now he can just burn everything at stake. You know, just, of course. Just burn it all. And just burn all the things. Most importantly, uh, he is now encapsulating comic books. Now, I've been really interested in, in the comic books ever since Disney purchased them. Because a lot of people felt like they were just going to eventually close down the publishing house. And I always said no. But in the time that Disney has purchased Marvel, the comic books have been... Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. I don't yeah. know if they've been great. Um, they haven't been bad, but it has been interesting. Right. I don't know if this has been a, just a big, giant experiment, but there have been a lot of things that have been happening over the years with... Um, in the past, there were companies that were vying for control over cinematic rights, so their comic book counterparts would disappear right uh, i.e fantastic four and the x-men they were noticeably absent towards the tail end right before the marvel purchases so now you know x-men has returned they're making a big push into it i haven't seen any of it but i've been reading a lot of the reviews and people like it but i don't know if it's drawing me and i i can only go back to the time when i first started reading the books which is right when jim lee started you know that whole run uh you know that was the most memorable you know x-men series at the time i mean it was right at the the almost the pinnacle of x-mendom and is that a word it, i just made it a word i coined it i am gonna use it in future episodes so just get ready uh... yeah just get used to it anyways so there was obviously a big draw it was you know it, it was a big draw and it's will stand the test of time as one of the highest selling books of that time frame. I'm curious now with Kevin Feige moving into this role, what's going to happen? Because I, I remember saying this. I don't know if I ever said this in FGC podcast. It may have been before FGC podcast proper that we were going to get it to a time when Marvel Cinematic Universe would stop pulling from the books to start making their own storylines and that storyline would start influencing the books. Sure. So I'm Which curious. makes sense. It makes sense. Makes I'm sense. I'm curious now, is that what's happening? Like is this being fast tracked now? I wonder. I mean, to be fair, that's that's been happening for a while now. Like a lot of the things, um, perfect example, Iron Man. Iron Man has changed since the movies have been coming out like they've been iron man tony stark has been more goofy robert downey juniorized if you will in the comics that's a word uh you know it's a it's a coin of phrase i guess i don't know but but you get my point like you've already seen some influences from 
the Marvel movies are already hitting the comics. Mm-hmm. But I think you're going to start to like, it's going to be much more apparent going forward, probably. Um, which isn't, I mean, it's not bad, right? The, the books influence the movies and in turn, the movies are going to go and influence the books. And it's just this circle that's going to keep going around. So it's going to feel like it's more connected in a way. Hashtag it's all connected. It's coming back. Uh-huh. Uh, which is fine. I mean, that's okay. That Things evolve, right? I mean, it's, it can't stay the same forever or else that wouldn't be fun. That wouldn't be creative. So it's nice that you get influences from a bunch of different places. And if you're getting influence, influences from the same characters of a different caliber, then why not, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's going to be okay. And, you know, Feige knows what he's doing. He knows not to mess too much with, you know, characters and things like that. So I don't think it's going to be like, oh, they're going to change everything and everybody's going to be different. It's not going to happen like that. But you'll see influences here and there. I would love to see X-Men brought into like because the books are way it's a way different animal from what the movies can really provide. It's going to be really interesting to see how these books are going to be influenced within the next two to three years. I, I mean, we're going to see I, we're going to see a change. We're going we absolutely have to see a change. Yeah, and I want to. that, and I really want that. Like, get give me a reason to go to the comic book store. Give me a good reason. To be fair, I haven't been buying comics for I don't know for years now at this point. Not because I don't like them; I clearly do. Uh, it's just that a it's so hard to like keep up with everything. But there's there hasn't necessarily been a story that I've heard about that is like you need to read this, right? You know, right. I feel like the last big event like that for me was Civil War. Like Civil War One. One, absolutely. I yeah. mean Civil War I remember and well when Hulk returned back to Earth from Planet Hulk and World War Hulk. Yeah. yeah. I, th- those were really interesting stories that I re- I remember wanting to know more about. Yeah. Um but I mean we're in a different space now. We're we're in a different space and now there's unified leadership under one man. And clearly his vision about, you know, how he wants to create movies and how he's moving forward and how he listens and he has a clear vision for the future. I think that creativity wing that he has is going to really influence the books in a really positive way. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you know what can also influence these Marvel movies? What's that? certain character from the fox universe that's now part of the marvel universe oh yes so we always knew that this day would actually come we just didn't yeah. know how it was going to come uh we technically we, still don't really we, but well, well okay we might so, have caught a glimpse so let's talk about this uh yeah. ryan reynolds uh teased on instagram that he was over at marvel studios he took a picture in front of the logo and made a joke saying that he auditioned for Tony Stark and was laughed out of the building. <laughs> uh, in true Ryan Reynolds fashion, uh, of course, it was. Uh, that man is genuinely funny. He's very funny. Yeah, I've never actually seen a joke that he said that doesn't land. So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but he and the writers of Deadpool one and two have finally met officially with Marvel Studios Collective. And they have said that uh, Deadpool 3 has, you know, been talked about. They will be doing Mm -hmm. it. It will be under the Marvel Studios banner, which is huge because everyone thought that it would be kind of separate, but kind of involved. Uh, It is going to be all coming together. Um, The writers clearly have a story in mind that they want to tell. And now they're going to be able to kind of borrow from the mythos of the MCU. It's right. going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. And most importantly, uh, they've gotten the green light for their project to say that it will be rated R. So this will be the first yes. rated R MCU film. And that yep. seems weird coming out of my mouth when I say it. Would you say that this isn't the first Disney R rated film, isn't it? There have been a lot of technicalities. There have been a lot of technicalities because Touchstone Pictures has been 
Disney owned but allowed them to go into different areas. There was a period of time when they owned Miramax, which is up for a point of contention because the dates of when they were actually running it versus when they, you know, the movies that came out at the time that they take ownership of is strange. Uh, Touchstone, that was Touchstone. Oh, Touchstone Pictures did Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is PG, but it feels like it could definitely be rated R if they let a few scenes play out. Yeah, but I mean, that's it's PG 13 at at worst for that film. But I mean, for I mean, yes, you talked about technicalities or Miramax and stuff like that, but this is. Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios is 100% Disney. Right. This may be their real first R-rated movie under Disney. So, this is where you can absolutely say. And this is going to be a point for discussion. Let's really talk about this for a second. I'm going to pull out my phone, which is something I very rarely do. But I'm doing this because I want to illustrate something. Yeah. The... The idea that we have about Marvel Studios and how they've been purchased has been gone gone under scrutiny a lot. And a lot of people felt like in 2012 when they purchased them that it was going to be the end of these Marvel movies, which are so good. And some people felt like it's gotten worse and some people felt like it's gotten better. Some people say they've gotten softer. Some people say they've gotten harder. And I don't know. I feel like Marvel Studios has really pushed the boundary over what is acceptable. I don't explain. Uh, so they made all these movies under um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies under Marvel Studios. All of those movies were under Paramount. Paramount. However, Avengers was the first one where they kind of took the reins and they were able to produce the second phase, which is one, two, three, four, five. Five films, really? Oh, I guess. Five films. But in any case... um, Phase two is short. Phase two was short. I just realized that now by counting. But um, to be fair, phase three is just way so just super long. So well, they were planning that from the beginning. But let's take a look at Iron Man. Iron Man is PG-13, as it says on my screen right here. And that features a multi-billionaire playboy philanthropist genius who kind of ran his life as a weapons manufacturer. So that's that idea of a weapons manufacturer who owns a multi-billion dollar corporation yeah. for war is not uh-huh. necessarily puppy dogs and rainbows. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. He, he drank. He had a destructive side. He cursed. He slept with women. This is the hero of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. Right? And then we get to Hulk. Hulk is pretty straightforward. Iron Man 2, his antics are still pretty apparent. Thor was pretty fine. Captain America was like the darling. It's basically the the rocketeer in in modern times, but olden times. And then you have Avengers, which is pretty straightforward, a superhero mashup. It's absolutely fantastic. Iron Man 3... Iron Man becomes pretty toned down after that. Then we have Thor, Captain America. Captain America dealing with some pretty heavy political topics. Coming from Disney. Yeah, coming from Disney now. Then you have Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a ragtag team of misfits that uh, join together to save the galaxy. If you read between the lines, the things that are happening inside this film is... Again, pushing the boundaries. Mm. Still PG-13, right? Yep. So we have Avengers Age of Ultron. We have Ant-Man. Relatively fine movie. Civil War. We are now dealing with the consequences of death. Like, real death. T'Challa's father just gets murdered. They're talking about, 
you know, being responsible for all of the death that they've, like, they did a tally. They did a number. Yes. So then you get to Doctor Strange. It's fine. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is when it starts. It's like, it's almost like they laid down the proverbial hammer. Mm-hmm. Because in here, this is when things start getting uh, weird. Uh, primarily with the character Ego, the villain, who is responsible for going around the universe and sleeping with people to make children and kills them when they don't serve his purpose. Yeah. There's a mass grave scene in there. Yeah. And no one says anything. No. It's a, it's a thing. Thing that happens. And also the uh, character. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Who dies at the end. Uh, Quill's real daddy. It's introduced. <laughs> he is introduced into the film at a, a party town. For adults. It's true. I, I'm trying to be PG on this. I mean, we're a family podcast. So I'm, I'm, I'm. He's at a strip club. Yeah. And they're robot prostitutes. You're not wrong. So That's this is, and, and this is PG-13, right? Yeah, PG-13. Okay, so now we go from there. We go to Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, we have to lighten up the load from there because, oh, you know, that uh, volume two was heavy-handed let's just say it that way then we have thor ragnarok where hulk is naked in a hot tub and we're now making jokes about and innuendos about just everything with jeff goldblum sexual favors (laughs) it's my birthday (laughs) it's my birthday it's so good so after we get all that done, then we get to Black Panther, and we just have a war that happens on the inside. And really talking about the implications of, like, oh, yeah, racism is a thing. And yeah. uh, it's been that way for generations. Yeah. We're going to come back after everybody. And they very nearly succeeded, by the way. Yep. Uh, then we get to Avengers Infinity War. And let's just throw it in Endgame, where the villain, who is the quote-unquote hero, succeeds in wiping out half of all existence. And we deal with the aftermath. So I say this to say, with all of these PG, quote-unquote, 13 films, I wonder, is Deadpool really going to be that much of a difference? Because the line is so gray. Uh, hold on. I'm going to be... Can I be an internet troll for one second? Sure. Yes, <clears throat> uh, it's going to be very different because he gets to curse and is rated R because they can do whatever they want creatively and not be bound by PG-13 where those movies are for kids. This movie can be for adults. Control scene. That that was uh, very good, actually. You know, I I try to work on the next one sometimes. I I this the hard work has paid off. Yes. So, I what, mean, what does Deadpool have now with rated R? I mean, excessive cursing. He can say the f word whenever he wants to, as much as he wants to, and nudity, partial, yeah, pretty much partial nudity, partial nudity. That's the thing. This is going to be really interesting to play off. Which, in all honesty, there wasn't even that much of that in either of the films. True, but there is an absolute... Well, you know, Stan Lee was in a... (laughs) He was in a strip club. He was in a strip club. He was a DJ for a strip club. (laughs) 
Chastity. No. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm just happy that um, they're not the again. In all honesty, I do think that having that rating does give them a little bit more freedom and a little bit more leeway than a PG-13 film would. Mm. Again, I don't think it's like a huge difference by any means, Mm -hmm. but it's enough for them to be like, okay, maybe this thing, uh, you know, we can't necessarily show in a PG-13 setting and in rated R, we can kind of get away with it, right? Uh, So I'm just happy that the writers and Ryan Reynolds can still freely kind of go with what they were doing and not Mm. have to be limited in any way or shape or form. Yeah. Even limiting them a little bit, I felt like to them would have been like, oh, we got this great idea, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, we kind of can't do that because mm-hmm. it's Disney. So yeah. we kind of have to rethink that. But now that if they've been given free reigns to be like, listen, you guys did a great job with the first two movies. Now you have access to the MCU history and you can make jokes and do whatever about those as well. Have at it. So that's I'm just happy about that. Part of me feels like they have always been part of the MCU, to be completely honest with you, down to the I mean, costume, I the mean, fact yeah. that the helicarrier was in the first movie, even though it <laughs> That's wasn't That's going to be canon now. I, yes, I, so it's freaking happy. Uh, they'll probably, you know what, they'll probably make a joke about that too. I'm pretty sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll be I like, hope- hey, remember that helicarrier in my first movie that we couldn't mention? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Moving it right was. Along. Yeah. Uh, but I and, really and I mean, come on, it, you're you're absolutely right though. I mean, I feel like it always was part of the MCU, based strictly based on Deadpool two, where he called him Thanos like a billion times. That's or true. There were so many Thanos references. No, it's like come on, like he knows he knows what's going on. Yeah, it's Deadpool. Deadpool is the one character that that you could bring over across universes and still be the same character because he breaks the fourth wall anyway. Anyways, so that's just that's just Deadpool. It's so, just his character. One last thing before we move on to the next thing. Um, what I would love to have them keep is Colossus. They can keep the other characters. I don't know if like Yukio is actually Yukio, whatever. I really want them to get rid Hi, of Yukio. Darkenaut. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> I don't know why. Every single time he says that, it just gets to me. I'm just... Ryan Reynolds is a very, very funny man. Just the way he says it. <laughs> <laughs> Fake laughter hiding real pain. Oh, I use that gif a lot. <laughs> I use that gif a lot. It's probably one of my favorite I think, So I think my favorite Deadpool joke is when in the first movie he's fighting the two women. He's like, I'm just so confused. I don't know if it's sexist to hit you or if it's more sexist to not hit you. It gets really blurry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good Cuck, one. Cucks the gun. Cucks the gun. <laughs> so good. Such a great. I love those two movies. Oh, so good. But so I good. really want them to get rid of the Juggernaut. Uh, he was okay, but yeah, I could. I could yeah. see them kind of. I hope they redo him. Kind of recon. Like re- Colossus is perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Now he's part of the MCU. I could say it. He's perfect. But Juggernaut, there was something a little off about him. He just didn't seem complete to me. I mean, he was all CG. (laughs) No, that's not what I meant. (laughs) It's not what I meant. But in any case, uh, I don't want to talk about the the new Sonic, new redesign leaks. Because I just don't want to talk about it. I just... (laughs) I'm I'm acknowledging it and I'm So you've seen them, right? I, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. I do want to talk about this next thing, though. <laughs> real Once, real quick, do you like the way that they're going or no? I, yeah, I, I need, it's too blurry. Why is this blur? It's 2019 and we're still he looking at blurry better. weeks. I, he looks better, though, right? He looks more Sonic-ish. Sure, he looks more Sonic-ish. But he looks more Sonic. That's all I wanted to say just about Just give that me a trailer. I, we already had a trailer. It was horrible. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Are you the man in charge? Yes. Yeah. Nope. Yes. Oh. Nope. Nope. Oh. Uh, Jim Carrey, you deserve so much better. Anyway. National treasure. <laughs> he is a national treasure. Yeah. Every, every time. Every time. Uh, I do want to talk about Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese yeah. has recently yeah. uh, been interviewed for his new movie, The Irishman, who is actually premiering in theaters and also will be in Netflix very shortly. This is a movie I've been actually waiting for. Whenever you have Robert De Niro in the film, I'm always 
and fascinated by his 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 depth and his range and all the things that he's been in. Sure, uh, he can do funny, he can do serious, he can do psychotic. It's great, but yep. he Martin Scorsese, who's a genius filmmaker, a fantastic director, had some comments about Marvel movies not being real cinema. Sure. So, you know, what's interesting about this is because when he said that initially, I instantly knew what he meant. I don't know about you. I don't know if you were confused by his comments. I mean, I understand what he meant. um, But at the same time, it's like, well, I get what you mean, but it's your opinion. You are entitled to that. You are Martin Scorsese, after all. Uh, You have a very, very good, you know track record so i respect the man um but i mean at the end of the day it's it is cinema but i understand what he meant it's not like it's not (sighs) go ahead what what, what's what were you gonna say i i don't know i've i've watched many of martin scorsese's films and he's done fantastic work over the years absolutely yeah um, however, when he says something like the lines of, you know, Marvel movies not being cinema, I understood that initially to be that Marvel movies are Hollywood blockbuster films. Right. It has nothing to do with their entertainment value or how people, you know, flock to see them. And I just understood that to be very plainly, uh, it wasn't, uh, cinematic in the sense that it didn't have i you know it's interesting i knew what he meant but i don't know how to describe it now that i'm actually in the moment that's that's what i'm I'm having trouble with right now i guess the so cinema i guess in his terms i would assume is he means films like uh, artistic i guess yeah artistic value like goodfellas um movies like that where there's there's emotion in the story. There's investment in the story. There's investment in the way that it's shot and the way that it looks. It's art, right? Mm-hmm. But art is subjective, right? Right, and that's and where that's it comes that's from. why I'm like I understand what you mean, uh, Mr. Scorsese. I feel like I can't call him Martin. Uh, I'm but Martin. at this. But at the same time, that's basically you looking at, you know, a Picasso painting and going, oh, this is art, this is beautiful. And then looking at a Banksy painting and be like, this is trash. Mm. Good point. Whereas somebody else will do the same exact thing. They'll look at Picasso and be like, this is stupid. And then look at Banksy and be like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's actually... um... You know, you can even look at it as comic books. You know, some people view comic books as like garbage. Yeah, and it is art, and that's art. and that's what introduced art. me to art. You know, so yeah. I get it. And, you know, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, um, like yeah, I respect the man. I understand what he's coming from, but I mean, again, that's literally just telling you like, oh, you shouldn't believe that that's art because it isn't. And it's no, no, it clearly is. It's a different kind of art. Yeah. Art. So I, I get it. And I've seen Taxi Driver. I've seen Goodfellas. I have seen Mean Streets only once. I've seen Taxi Driver several times, and Goodfellas is uh, legitimately one of my favorite movies. Sure. Uh, you know what? I can, you can say the same thing about music, too. You can say the same thing about anything, honestly. Like somebody can look at the Beatles and be like, oh my God, these are the best, this is the best band in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just had an episode um, about, you know, Blink 182. And I'm like, well, I will listen to Blink 182 50 times over before I listen to the Beatles. But that's because I just prefer that band. Does that mean that the Beatles are horrible? Absolutely not. The Beatles is arguably one of the biggest bands of all time, mm-hmm. right? But that doesn't mean that, you know, I gravitate towards them as I would with Blink-182. I just resonate with them a lot more. Sure. But I can still appreciate the Beatles and I can appreciate what they've done for the music industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, like you, you can say these things like, oh, that's that's not this, and you may not be able to like them. That's completely fine. Everyone is entitled to like whatever they like, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes us different. That's what makes us human. Yeah. But I mean, 
if you're then putting that on people, like saying, hey, you shouldn't think that this is art, you shouldn't think this is cinema, you shouldn't think that's real music, that's when I have the problem. I don't think he's doing that at all. He's just expressing his opinion because he was asked about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I have to say about that, I guess. So, you know, a lot of people, you could say whatever you want. I mean, I still respect the men. However, oh, I do too. Well, a lot of people are just confused. Robert Downey Jr., you know, had very clear statements and his confusion on what he actually meant. Um, Samuel Jackson, who was actually in Goodfellas, uh, directed by Martin Scorsese, said very clearly that, you know, he's allowed to not like it and some people don't like his stuff. So that kind of set people off. I just want to point out that Martin Scorsese did direct bad by michael jackson so like he can say whatever he wants (laughs) also his really really good friend robert de niro Mm. he was just in a comic book film called the joker yeah just saying i I, yeah i i just think we we are way past the time where we have to realize that comic book movies or movies based on comic books or influenced by comic books are here that we're here we're living it it has evolved it has evolved so much over the years you know just like movies used to be just like there was like a western every 10 seconds back in the day right now it's the comic book boom and i would love for it to be like this forever honestly but you know who knows where we're going to go from here but i will say that you know i think it's telling that the the highest grossing movie minus inflation is you know endgame it's it's important to note it's important to note yeah so but it's really what the public it's what the public will flock to it's hard to talk about martin scorsese because not it's not hard to talk about it but it's hard to really go into opinion without going into like this rabbit hole that you can't get out of you know martin scorsese he's a genius filmmaker he has some comments about marvel movies he actually said more things about Marvel movies being theme parks, which is like, I don't know if that really helps the situation because I <laughs> love theme parks. So I don't, exactly. I, now I really don't understand what you're saying. You should have left yeah. it right where you it's said like, it. So you're, so you're saying we were having fun. I don't, <laughs> what <laughs> are you saying that we're not supposed to have fun? Are we supposed to go to the park and enjoy yeah. the nature? Is that what we're supposed to enjoy the nature? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he's still going to make the movies that he wants to make, the stories that he wants to tell. And we kind of talked about this a little bit before in the uh, in the hate crime uh, review, yes. where we talked about how there's always these huge blockbusters by Marvel and you know Star Wars, all this stuff. But there's still room for all of these other types of films, which hmm. that's what Martin is great at. So, yeah. I mean, it's fine. So It's okay. But moving along, there is actually some more news, and more news on top of that. Uh, a lot of casting news. Well, so interesting casting news here, because yeah. the Batman, which is actually something I become more interested as I hear it, sure. Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman, is in the film, and she has been casted. And who's playing her? Zoe Kravitz. Let's go. Huzzah. I can't wait for this. And in other casting news, or rather minus casting news, uh, somebody has been, uh, I guess, maybe recused themselves or taken themselves out of the whole thing. Um, Or just didn't get the part. (laughs) Maybe just didn't get the part. The Riddler was supposed to be in this film, and Jonah Hill is not going to play him. Nope. So... Don't know how I feel about that, but yeah. it's whatever. Maybe they found somebody else. So Zoe Kravitz is interesting. I would love to see how this all plays out. Exciting. It's really, really exciting. Yeah. But did you hear the other news concerning Zoe Kravitz? Uh, what's the other news? The other news is that Zoe Kravitz was supposed to be casted in The Dark Knight Rises. But I did not know that. Yes, but she was turned down because she was, quote-unquote, too urban. That's a BS answer. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I skimmed through the article because I was laughing. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. Uh, but in any case, it doesn't matter because she's in the Batman now, so. 
Right. Water underneath the bridge. The last thing, I don't even know how to process this. Yeah, this is a this is a weird one, but then also like I kind of want this. <laughs> Do you? Are you sure about this? I are you sure about that? Um, <laughs> I love that. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, I mean, you're talking about NPH, right? I sure am. So Context Neil, for the people. Yeah, NPH stands for Neil Patrick Harris. Get that through your head, everyone. Because Doogie Howser. Patrick Harris. Doogie Howser. The legend, wait for it, Dairy Man. Yes. Uh, has been cast uh, in The Matrix 4 in an unknown role. An unknown role. What is he going to play, Mr. Josh? I don't know, but I Neil don't... Patrick Harris in a Matrix movie? I'm what is that? I'm so mean? confused. And you know who's not been officially casted? Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence freaking Fishburne. <laughs> but who might be coming back? We got to miss Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, man. We might get Niobe back. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I told you last time that I really wanted to go back to play Enter the Matrix, right? Uh, good luck with that. I played a little bit. It, uh, it's bad. not holding up. It's bad. Not I holding up very bad. well. This is so bad. But listen, not holding a for the cutscenes though were great. A, a A for effort. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, I love I love me some Niobe. So I would love to have her back. Hopefully in a bigger role. Mm. It'd be great if they kind of did what they did with her with the game, where she had a much much expanded role. Mm-hmm. She has something in there, but I have a feeling she's going to be like a supporting character. I hope not. Uh, so I'm not even going to pronounce this gentleman's name because I don't want to butcher it. Yikes. <laughs> uh, gentleman who played Black Manta in Aquaman. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. All right. All right. You're going to have to help me with this. Yeah. 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 Abdul yeah, yeah, Mateen. Abdul Mateen the second. That's it. There you go. Congratulations. Okay, cool. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> all right it wasn't as bad as us trying to learn chiwetel Ejiofor's name i know well we know that see do you see how quick you said that i'm so proud because of you. we rehearsed it we rehearsed it times. we rehearsed it for like 20 minutes we just kept saying his so name a little behind the scenes over. guys a little behind the scenes uh <laughs> it's 2016 and a movie's coming out and we're getting ready to review a film and baron mordo uh, played by Mr. Edgy of Horror was a name we we had been copying and pasting it and you know <laughs> writing our little script being very good podcaster hosts yeah and then we realized oh my goodness somebody has to say it so this is actually a true <laughs> neither story. of us knew how to say it so this is actually a true story Josh we'll even fess up to this but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dish something out for you guys so in our scripts. <laughs> we have a very loose outline of what we were going to discuss. And we can say like, oh, Josh is going to say this to lead into the next topic. Or yeah. Jason's going to say something to lead into the next topic. So I wrote it out and it just so happened. <laughs> <laughs> she would tell each of war fell on Josh's name. Yep. I'm not even joking you. I turned away to go get like a glass of water and I came back and it was on my name. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> but he didn't move anything else. So I said, wait, this doesn't make sense. I don't say two things. I didn't say anything. I just... <laughs> cut and paste it he moved it back (laughs) he moved it back so Uh, we uh we had to pause it before we started recording and uh i'm not even kidding we went to youtube and we found a video pronounce his name we found one video where it was some robot woman who pronounced (laughs) her name and i was like i could say that no i can't (laughs) uh and now that's how we're pros at should we tell Edgy of Four? I'm pretty sure. I'm going to say it. I'm confident that's how you say it. But um, if I'm wrong, please let me know. Somebody's agent. Yeah, because now we're both saying Chiwetel Edgy of Four. So we're, we're not sure if that's 100% accurate or not. Um, we heard I it on YouTube. It's accurate. Yeah. So, I mean, man's amazing. But, dude, I'm sorry if we put your name every single time we talk. I'm sorry. Him. We do love you, Chiwetel Edgy of Four. You did great it's, at Scar. It's true. I just bought Lion King on iTunes, even though I'm paying for Disney Plus already. There's something wrong with you. There's a lot of things wrong with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so all these people are going to be in the Matrix 4. So I, well, save for one, maybe right now. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. I am, by the way, um, uh, Abdul, his, his role is apparently a lead role. Uh, Mr. Abdul Mateen. Mr. Abdul Mateen. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. 
could not mean that out of disrespect. Uh, the second. The Don't second. That. Don't forget excuse, that. Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, his role is a lead role, apparently. So, I, I mean, is he going to be up there with... Uh, Neo? Trinity and Neo? I don't know. <gasps> if he has to find Trinity and Neo? What if he becomes the what new if, one? Oh my god. Yes, either that or two... What if that's Morpheus and uh, Niobe's son? Uh, wait. How is this even working? <laughs> I don't know. How many years has gone by since three and four? We don't know. We don't know. Because remember, was the truce for a hundred years at the end of three? Oh, was it a hundred years? I don't remember. So here's the question. Because there was a truce made. There was a truce made. I just don't know for how long. But... If it's for 100 years, do the humans age the way we do? Yes. But do they? Because they have implants to have energy sucked out of them. Yeah, but that's not... No, they're still humans. I, 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 I understand. I'm just, I'm just asking questions, no matter how stupid they are, because I just need to get it out there, because these are things that people are going to be asking. Yes. I'm just saying, what if they don't age like regular humans? What if they were modified? Because they never thought about that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you got a battery. Yeah, they live and die. But what if their life were extended? What if they were upgraded like the humans? I I mean, you know, then one of the counselors is like a thousand years old, apparently. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I'm okay with that. I'm just saying, a hundred year truce. It's a hundred years, and they're getting ready for a war. It's true. Who, if I it was a hundred years, I don't remember. I don't remember. Now I need to go back and watch it because I don't I, remember how I long it was for. Just bought the digital version, and let me tell you, it is still very entertaining. That's oh, such a great movie. Four K, let's go. Is it four K? I mean, my copies are. Well, I hope mine is too. I got it on sale, so you know. Yeah, that's how they it. should be. If it's the trilogy pack on iTunes that you're talking about, that's four K. That's oh, I gotta double, double check. Anyways, so I think that's all the news that we have. We got the Neil Patrick Harris thing. We got the Zoe Kravitz yeah. thing. We did. We talked extensively about Disney as again as always. Martin Scorsese, Sonic, Sonic. Kevin Feige's <laughs> new role. Poor Sonic. You do realize we're gonna have to watch that movie, right? We don't like have, to have to do anything. S- we're gonna have to sit through an hour and a half of that movie. We have to do nothing. <laughs> what if that movie's two and a half hours long? Uh. (laughs) they just make it two and a half hours for Uh. the last last half hour is jaleel white out of nowhere Uh. (laughs) Uh, it's that fan film on youtube it's getting nauseous Uh. (laughs) why you do this you're welcome uh yeah we kind of we talked about all the things we did fantastic (laughs) (laughs) what was that thanks so much for tuning in say your lines just say it just finish it (laughs) uh Apologize to everyone listening right now. This is so unprofessional. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll tell you what, if you like what to say, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Jay Strachlan. Josh. I'm going to leave that in. And I am at JCA90. You can also find us over on Twitter at FGC Podcasts, on Instagram as FGC Podcasts, or email us at freshkeycontacts at gmail.com. You can also visit our website at freshkeycontext.com for past episodes. And lastly, if you could, please hit that subscribe button for us on iTunes, Google Play Music Store, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, don't interrupt me. Now Spotify, it goes a long way for us to know that you're listening. You can go to the podcast section on or the podcast app on your device and share with your friends so they can be fresh geeks too. Everyone, until next time. Why are, why are there clicking noises? They're snapping fingers. Yeah. Stop it. No. Why? Oh my god. Because that's the We're thing. Being, you're being entirely unprofessional currently. And I don't appreciate this. I apologize for all the listeners out there. But you're going to leave it in, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to absolutely leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. These noises. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to them later. <laughs> you're welcome. Ugh.